the Lasso Way with Matt and Neil. The Lasso Way, Season 2, Episode 10, No Weddings and a Funeral. Neil, how you doing tonight? Pretty good. Very good. Did you watch the Dynamo and... Uh, the loons match this last weekend. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big sports gambler, but I did have some money riding on that game. Yeah, my yeah. daughter's demanding. She she was demanding payment. So thanks for the the prompt payment after that. She, yeah, uh, she's gonna start running the juice. I did uh, not. I did not want my legs broken. <laughs> yeah, she's tough. She's tough. So yeah, it was a fun game though. We had we had front row seats right behind the right behind the goals where the most action was in the first half, awesome. the loon scored two. And then the second half, the dynamo had a lot of chances right in front of us. So yeah, peppered that was, the goal. That was a, what's that peppered the goal a little bit. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, the goal, uh, the loons keeper played pretty well. So, but, uh, do you, do you see the men's national team roster release today? Yeah, at first glance, I was really pretty pumped, but I was I was uh, a little discouraged that Christian Pulisic uh, wasn't on the roster. But it sounds like he's he's hurt, and he I don't think he's yeah. played for Chelsea yet um, since hey, kind of taking a knock. Yeah, in the last qualifying game where they <laughs> kind of stormed back after he was he went off the field, but yep. yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. I, I, I'm just. Is that injury worse than we were led to believe or something? Or I don't, what's going on? <laughs> um, I also don't think Tuchel rates him very high either. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's rumors, there's rumors that he may be on the move back to Germany. Um, oh, okay. But Bayern, he might be, might be on the move to Bayern, which all the Dortmund best players go to Bayern. Yeah. All the best That's... players for the Bundesliga end up at Bayern, yeah. I guess. But it's just a farm system for Bayern for the Champions League, essentially. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that'd be interesting. But yeah, hopefully he's okay. But yeah. But I, I that didn't discourage me too much. I think the rest of the roster is really solid and it's good to see Weston yeah. McKinney uh <laughs> back 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 yeah. in the group. Um but yeah there's I mean it's there, there, uh, there's some really solid players that are kind of uh, back in the, back in the group, and hopefully everybody stays injury free for the next week or so, so they're able to actually, yeah. uh, you know, go to the games. Uh, uh, I think we have two away and and one at home. And the cycle, the, I think it's, it's the other way is around. It? Is it okay? Yeah. yeah, one on the road. It's off. Austin and Columbus and I think is it Panama City in the middle of those I I don't remember yeah. exactly but I think uh, you might be yeah. right yeah starts with Austin and then I think Panama City then Columbus but but yeah it's two at home so but uh yeah well that's just a week from tomorrow they got a game so I, I, it kind of snuck up on me but uh yeah hopefully hopefully this next three go good but Getting to the episode for tonight, man. There's a lot of stuff in this one. For sure. What would you, yeah. you, you think about No Weddings and a Funeral? Oh, it's one of my favorites of this season. There's no question. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
you know, I guess it's a little bit about expectations. I mean, a funeral episode sounds like it would be kind of heavy, but I think it was like yeah. one of the funnier episodes of season two as well. I mean, there's definitely some sure. heavy moments in it, <laughs> but um, it's just, I mean, there's, there's a lot of really funny moments and, you know, people acting very inappropriate <laughs> at a funeral as well. And it's not the yeah. players like the whole, the, I guess it was very lucky that they had like a off week for the Richmond yeah. team and they were all yep. able to attend. And really, except for Danny Rojas, everybody else was very <laughs> well behaved. He, he was uh, well behaved. It was just his shoes, but uh, he was making sure people weren't taking the Lord's name in vain anyway at the church and stuff like that. <laughs> but sure. uh but yeah, we, we start out uh, with a little pillow talk between Sam and Rebecca, though. Um, and that's kind of when we find out the news that Rebecca's dad has died because Sam's uh, in his boxer brief says his her mom says um, says that her dad's died. So uh, that, that was kind of an interesting way to introduce Sam to Rebecca's mom. Um, she, she really but, shows up at very awkward moments like like her two appearances in episode, like when she pops into an episode or when Rebecca has a sleepover, but uh, yes, yeah. very yeah. awkward. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I thought that the scene of the coaches discussing death was, was pretty funny. Um, Roy is uh, not exactly, he doesn't feel the same way as just about everybody else. Uh, and the, the gap between he and Keely on this topic gets, gets exposed even a little bit more later in the episode, but you know, uh, the reaction he has to beards 21.3 grams lighter comment was pretty funny Uh, when he just says, yeah, clearly the person who found that out just murdered someone. Uh, But yeah, he's just kind of like, you live, you die, you're done. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) So did you have a favorite from that scene at all? I mean, I think I've seen some memes about like, uh, you know, um, I want a afterlife where the pets are, you know, Higgins's idea of the afterlife yeah. life where the, the pets are in control and, and we are kind of just like their pets. I don't <laughs> know exactly how it all works, but he wanted yeah. to be at the foot of Cindy Clawford. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Next to a roaring fire, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and then we get the the players with their players meeting and saying that there's you know no trainers allowed and uh isaac even shoots down zero's uh really nice bright red yeezys <laughs> um which is pretty funny I love, but i love isaac in that scene and just in general like isaac is yeah. really had some really great moments in this season but yeah like yeah. he's kind of laying laying down the law as far as the dress code for this and you know, he does a great yeah. job setting the tone because like they were well, well behaved. Uh, Absolutely. F- for the funeral. But like as yeah. far as flashy attire, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac has a pretty flashy suit. Yeah, that's why he was telling everybody else to be bland. So he'd stand out more, I think. Right. For sure. Like it's like a <laughs> it's got like some kind of pattern on his suit or something like it's like a smoke kind of look. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty cool looking, but yeah. I don't know if it's like funeral appropriate. Yeah. 
Well, and Colin in that same scene, like he didn't know. He's like, I don't have time to wait up, wait in line to get new shoes for this thing. Like they yeah. all think like dress shoes are like sneaker releases, which is just kind of funny. I don't. They, they must not do much shopping for themselves. I think they hit you know, that a little too hard in this episode because they certainly could have found more comfortable dress shoes. Like comfortable <laughs> dress shoes are a thing. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, maybe not. Maybe not maybe like London, I guess. Like, maybe the, like just like there's no good barbers in Manchester. Maybe there's no good, uh, like dress shoe stores. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we get introduced. Uh, Rebecca has to go home, and we get introduced to this Rick Astley song, which uh, plays a starring role throughout this this episode. Re- but reintroduced. I mean, I mean, we all know it. Yeah, yeah. We we get introduced to it in ted lasso world i guess uh but yeah as rebecca says we all heard this song ad nauseum at some point in our lives but yeah uh and apparently her mom just plays that song in every room when she wakes up because she likes to be happy and uh she loves that song and once she loves something she loves it forever which is a foreshadowing of what's to come later in the episode i'm surprised they didn't take the opportunity to say I like to play this in every room on my home pods, you know, like <laughs> some kind of, there's no product yeah. placement for that. Yeah. Like yeah. How does she play yeah. it in every room? Like yeah. so many product placements for Apple stuff in, in, in this, in this series in general. Yeah. But we get a sassy and Nora sighting again, though. You gotta love that. Right. That sassy's amazing. And she just like, <laughs> crawls into the bedroom window to try to relive yeah. her teenage years that sounds like yeah yeah that's pretty good Nora ends up falling off of the balcony or the trellis or whatever it was but uh but sassy makes it up no problem uh which which is pretty funny but uh <laughs> the uh the scene after that where Roy and Keeley are talking about <laughs> You know, Keely like wants to know what would happen if you know Roy died. <laughs> this is one of the funniest parts of this episode for me. If if Roy gets hit by a bus, he pretty much just gets angry at Keely and says, "You need to go avenge me." Um, yeah, that was that was pretty damn funny. I thought, but um, Keely, how how did you feel about Keely's uh, response to what she wants to do here? Uh, she wants to be buried. And she wants to have her rotting corpse fertilize a fruit tree. And Roy so, thinks that is mental, as he says. So there was like a service where you put your remains in a sack, a biodegradable <laughs> sack that will nourish a tree. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It was interesting. I don't know. Is that a real is that a real thing? Are, are you aware of that? Um, I I haven't looked it up, but I, I could you know. <laughs> I could see it being real. There's something out there for everybody. Uh, for sure. And if it's not, maybe somebody will come up with it now because there's got to be a market for it somewhere. But yeah, it, it, that's weird to me. But uh, but Roy's retort to her, I mean, she's comparing that to eating a kebab with a hair in it. Um, I don't know if those two things are the same, I guess, in my mind. But but as long as you know who the hair comes from, it's okay with Roy, I guess. <laughs> um, and what did he say? He's a he's a lovely man, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so 
Not un not unsurprisingly, however, this uh, episode does get kind of serious. Um, even though Ted listened to an absolute banger on his HomePod, probably as well. Phil Collins, Easy Lover. Uh, I don't know what you think about that song, but he starts having a panic attack and flashes back to his kid, or I guess the military men, and then back to barbecue sauce, the dart scene. So um, he, uh, it, it's going to be a heavy episode for Ted, we find out pretty quickly. So he, he calls Sharon. Yeah. So, so Easy Lover was, uh, you, you, don't you remember from an earlier episode? That it should never take you longer to get ready. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was, yeah. So I've, I've tried to model my getting ready after that. And it's, it's hard to get ready that quickly. But like, well, yeah. In, in was, that episode, he, did he give you, did he give you two, two runs through the song or was it just one? I thought it was two. Was but, it two? Oh, it I, I don't been. remember that. But yeah, you okay. need two, I think, to get ready. Yeah. Yeah. But, He's certainly not making it that day, though um because his his apartment is an absolute mess and uh yeah he's he's not able to finish getting ready so um but yeah i mean sharon finally shows up um and kind of coaches him out of it a little bit um but we we find out a lot about his dad um and what happened so ted hates his dad for quitting on his family and quitting on himself uh yeah this episode's a little kind of close to home here a little bit too much almost, but, uh, it's, it's pretty heavy. Um, so, but yeah, the one thing I did appreciate that Sharon kind of forces Ted to remember the good times with his dad and asks what he loves about him or what he loved about him. So, um, <laughs> that book report story was, was pretty funny. I thought, but did you have any yeah. highlights of that, that exchange with he and Sharon? I, yeah, I think that, that, you know, him coming to the rescue of, of Ted, you know, when he was kind of stressed out about not doing his work. But, yeah. uh, you know, I just wonder, you know, that like, it just, it, it just informs a lot of the way that whole interaction kind of informs a, a, a lot of the way that Ted is as an adult, right? Like, yeah. you know, I wonder, I wonder even if, you know, him slacking off on reading that has turned him into a, like a more lifelong learner, yeah. lifelong reader you know like i i, I don't yeah. know but um you know he uh i think he says over the course of 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 that interaction you know he just doesn't life is hard and he doesn't want yeah. people to hurt you know is basically kind of a, a summation he doesn't want anybody to get by him you know that yeah. that may need his help which is a lot to take on you know like yeah i can understand why you, if you have that in your head that you know you need to save everyone that yeah. you interact with. That's a lot to take on. Yeah. Um, well, that and, we and haven't Ted, really done a ton of them, but that was kind of my lassoism for this episode was that uh, he's talking about this and he says, like, I knew right then and there that I was never going to let anybody get by without, without understanding they might be hurting inside. It was like, holy shit, anybody. Yeah. Not going to let That's, anybody get by him. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. That is a lot to take on but um and and i think that's what makes this episode so great i think you know there are some people that have a problem with season two and uh it has gotten a little bit more heavy and maybe a little bit more political than season one but um i think this series at its best you know like kind of 
has a good balance between the heaviness and and the the the, the comedic elements, right? And yeah. uh, and and there's definitely some real heavy moments, like a lot of the stuff uh, with Ted. But but this episode is is also pretty darn joyful, and you know has yeah. has some uh, really good light moments as well. But yeah, that that scene with Sharon where he's breaking down, you know. That he didn't attend his yeah. dad's funeral and you know yeah. he was kind of, he's kind of mad at him and he still is mad at him and that sort yeah. of thing um yeah i don't know well and i breaking way to the lighter side of this how do you feel about ted lasso when you, in his younger years because i think he was 16 we we learned that earlier um in the dart episode he was drinking coors light when he was 16 you know how do you feel about that Sure. I mean, at 16, at 16, you get whatever you can. You, you drink yeah, whatever you get your you know, hands on. Yeah. 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 I mean, but, there's, there's actually worse options that, that young people drink at, uh, at 16, like, but yeah. Like rubbing Maddie, alcohol. Like. <laughs> was it Maddie light? And uh, yeah. I, I think was if you're in Texas, it, if you're in Texas, you drink Lone Star, which it's okay. not terrible. It's not terrible for that yeah. category of cheapest beer you can get your hands on, but sure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the best thing about that inter- interaction with Sharon though, has to be that she hates tea and that's, that was the final breakthrough, right? That's, it was. That was they, the- they aligned on their hatred of tea. Yeah. Tea's fucking gross. <laughs> so i'm glad sharon's in in that camp because it's disgusting so that's good but speaking of disgusting we get to see rupert again in this episode the decrepit shitbag rupert as S- sassy calls him um and we get to it's great we get introduced to it's his great kids too it's great that sassy is in this episode and uh really just like like really just lets him have it every interaction but but i think it i think the interaction that um you know um the mom has in this episode she calls him like rupee and uh just very loving towards him i I, and and the advice and the advice she gives her daughter is just like you just have to treat those people you know very nice so they know they don't get to you and i think that was a really good uh yeah you know, good advice that, that she gives her daughter. And uh, I yeah. think she ends up kind of thinking about that relationship a little bit differently at the end. I mean, you see, you see her kind of yeah. taking that to heart at the end yeah. with her interactions with him. But she, she went a little bit of the way she, she couldn't do it for the whole interaction either, but yeah, she certainly, she certainly she started tried. off there, but yeah. There's a little more but, baggage with her yeah. and Rupert Absolutely. and her mom. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I, I mean, everybody needs somebody like Sassy in their life. That's just like, just got your back regardless. Cause she like lights this dude up like, and it's pretty funny because he's a, he's the worst, but he tries to like get her to sweep everything under the rug. Cause he has a daughter all of a sudden. And like, yeah. I, I really hate that too. Like whenever there's these national debates about various women's issues and stuff, you always see these dudes get up and be like, I have a daughter. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. 
it doesn't mean you get to be a shit bag to like to you know to women or women's rights and stuff like that and that that always annoys me and sassy kind of lets him have it for that which, which I thought was doesn't she awesome. say like every day i hope for your death <laughs> like i don't know if you could say something that's more harsh than that like yeah she, i don't even know if she, really... she hopes for it she just thinks about his death every single oh, day yeah yeah and that that she's gonna wear red to his funeral to be like a shining light to the three people that are there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's pretty good. But um, yeah, I like I said, everybody needs to find a sassy for for their crew. And uh, Sa- sassy and Keely in this episode. Yeah, I think one of my favorite quotes comes out of, of one of their interactions. <laughs> <laughs> because because yeah. uh because like uh you know sassy i think when she after they like giggle and scream that you know they found each other at the funeral like in a really loud obnoxious way you know well and before you get to where you're going like it's pretty funny too because she's having this heartfelt talk with akili or with rebecca akili is and she's like sure. i'm I'll, never gonna I'll leave your never... side yeah, and then she just looks up and she's like, sassy! And then she immediately runs over to her and totally leaves Rebecca behind. Um, but yeah, what's your favorite quote? I, I don't even know where but, you're going to go with this. <laughs> but, but when, like, sassy is like, where's Ted? Everybody's here, but where's Ted? Yeah. And Keely yeah. goes... <laughs> <laughs> sassy and Ted sitting in a tree. And I don't know what she says after that. I, I forget. F-U-C-K-I-N-G. But like, <laughs> and there's some, there's some inappropriate gyrations yes. that also accompany that. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there's so much inappropriate behavior by everybody yeah. but the team at, at this funeral. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And like the, um, when they're in that, that room off to the side of the uh, sanctuary, like yeah. there's, yeah. There's three instances where they're told to keep it down by the priest and the priest eventually has to come in there him, yeah. himself and, and regulate that stuff. I mean, it's just, but, the, yeah. but they are having a very good time for sure. Yeah. At the funeral. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's when we also find, I mean, Keely's kind of uh, suspicious that Rebecca's taken a lover though. And uh, they, they get, they kind of get on the case of that. And so they, they finally find out who that is, which was um, <laughs> kind of funny. But before we get there though, Roy walks, Roy walks into the church, just like crunching on an apple. And uh, did, did he have it, that in his pocket? Do you think like it was a problem earlier? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's setting himself up for this joke. He's like, yeah, it tastes like dead people. It's delicious. So, and uh a little bit of foreshadowing to the end of the episode, but Keely kind of like sees the, the team kind of coming in and says, Oh, hi, Jamie first. And is kind of struck by Jamie right away. And then she kind of has to backtrack and be like, Oh yeah. Hi everyone else too. Um, and then they, and, and then they give shit to Nate about wearing the suit that Ted bought him still. But isn't that very similar to Rebecca and her exactly. greeting with, yeah, yeah. with Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, she, yeah. she, she, oh, it's Sam's here. And then, oh, I better say yeah. hi to everybody else. So does it look yep. like I yeah. like Sam? Yep, absolutely. 
So, and then she gets the the finger guns from Beard at the end of that exchange, which is that cat is just like the weirdest dude ever. It seems. Um, Can we jump to that real quick? I think that's one Jane, of the more interesting. Him and yes. Jane Payne. <laughs> yeah. So like he's off. He's off at the side, you know, of the, and he's just. I've, I, he, I. What does he say? I don't think I've ever been at a proper. Anglican church or something. I don't remember exactly yeah. what he says, yeah. but, um, and, and Jane was like, is it going to be an open casket? And she seems, <laughs> she seems like almost, should I say like almost aroused? And then Beard, <laughs> and then, and then Beard decides he has to go somewhere more private. So what happens there? Beard just like FaceTimes the whole <laughs> The whole ceremony, except except what? for Rebecca. Rebecca gives when she stands up to give her eulogy, which doesn't seem to make sense to me. He has to kill it yeah. then. I didn't understand yeah. that quite quite, but yeah, like Neil Neil, that would be inappropriate to Facetime the yeah. eulogy. Come come on, like I still think, I think the did, did he Facetime like after, so they asked about the open casket, and then he's like, I don't know, did he go over and Facetime the open casket, like. I don't know. I feel like that's so what he was doing. That's one, that's one interpretation. Like, <laughs> what's yours? There was some kind of like FaceTime <laughs> sexting going on or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think I think he went to go FaceTime the open casket, but, uh, but I don't even know but, if there was an open casket. Was there an open well, casket? I'm that, not sure. That's what he, that's what he had to go. That's what he had to go check for, though. For sure that that but, is uh, one interpretation there there yeah it was it was not appropriate <laughs> like the whole thing was not appropriate for me no I, i'm not appalled. at all yeah yeah that's uh but i think this right after that leads us to our first instance that you already kind of mentioned of uh sassy going into the the family room kind of that's off to the side in the in the sanctuary in the church and she's like, yeah, the priest just told me to tell you all to be quiet. But she also like stole a bottle of wine from an altar yeah. kid. Like, <laughs> she um, stole communion wine from an altar boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then just pretty much says like, you know, she pops the top on it. And so, you know, it's good because she just screwed the top off of it. Off of it. And then uh, just pretty much says like, who are you secretly shagging? Um, and of course, then Nora and mom walk in the room because her mom would have to walk into the room at that time because... That's when she always walks in the room, apparently. But they play a game of 20 questions to figure out who this person is. And they get it on the second one, which <laughs> is he tall? Yes. And is it Sam? Um, and yeah, it is Sam. So and Keely then the had her suspicions before. Like, yeah. I mean, which is and, and I think I don't know. We've probably discussed it before. But just like the fact that, you know, she was texting before the date and then probably didn't hear any follow up from the date at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of led her to blurting that out for the second choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. But that essentially that results in everyone getting kicked out, though. That's for damn sure. Um, and then we we find out with Rebecca and her mom that Rebecca doesn't really want to give a eulogy because she kind of hates her dad. Uh, and there's this parallel that's drawn to Ted's story to Sharon, and they kind of intersplice these in the episode, but, uh, Friday the 13th, September, 1991. Is it the same day? Is that, I mean, that's certainly a, made to look that way. Right. 
Yeah. So yeah, the way they intercut it, it makes it definitely seem like these two big events and in, in both of their lives, you know, maybe took place on the exact same day. And yeah. uh, the way they intercut it also, um, I think it kind of undercut like the emotional aspect of both of the scenes, didn't it? I mean, I don't know, like, and I, I'm not, I'm not mad at it either. Like, I, I didn't want to, I don't know. They kind of yeah. just like evened each other out a little bit because it was just a lot to take in at one point. Like, I think it was just Ted, like isolated on Ted's thing or just isolated on her thing. You know, like, I think it would have been more emotional, but the way it was kind of intercut between the two, it, it yeah. made it a little less emotional. I don't know. That's just kind of my take on it. But yeah, it did seem like it maybe happened on the same day. Yeah. And I'm weird. I did go back and check and that was an actual day, Friday the 13th, 1991. So, um, but I mean, it's also another way for everyone that's wanting that to have, I mean, that's a, that'll be a pretty deep connection with those two, probably if that's the route they end up going with these two. And I don't think they necessarily will, but for people that want that to happen, that's what they're going to latch on to, I think. Right. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, so, so Ted's dad, that, that was the day he committed suicide. And that's also the day that Rebecca found out that her dad was cheating on her mom. Turns out her mom knew the whole time. And so Rebecca kind of turns on her mom in this moment. Um, and her mom actually says, great. Um, you know, hating me is better than apathy or indifference. So, uh, so that was kind of interesting, but, um, but yeah, so we, we cut to the service and uh, Danny Rojas is still struggling with his shoes um, and getting consoled by the little old lady behind him. But uh, Keely's kind of looking around the sanctuary and looking at Roy and Jamie both. Um, there's, there's a lot of looking around the sanctuary. Yeah. And, uh, and Colin sees a lot of Bex, Rupert's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's she's breastfeeding, I think, in the yeah. sanctuary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, there's good. a lot. There, there's a lot of looking around the sanctuary, which is interesting. Yeah, but it uh, it culminates in uh, an interesting eulogy of uh, a rendition of "Never Gonna Give You Up" by the aforementioned Rick Astley, which uh, Ted shows up late, um, which is kind of interesting, obviously, because he's got he's been working on himself but he comes in with the big assist and helps her out in that moment um and that was good right like you know like he's struggling but he still has enough to like and that's kind of ted's thing is like i think he's at his his best when he kind of dives into other people's problems and kind of ignores his own but like it was good to see him like be one of the first ones to chime in on uh he wasn't gonna let to, her, to kind he wasn't yeah he wasn't gonna let her get by him with uh thinking that she might be hurting so yeah he uh he starts singing uh i, I believe he, he comes in on the never gonna say goodbye never gonna tell a lie and hurt you line if, if you're looking for tea leaves in terms of what he's saying as opposed to but then keely joins in i think roy joins in a little bit kind of the same way that he joined in for uh let it go karaoke and then Sassy, and then Sam. And then it, the best part 
is the organ joining in at the end oh, of it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I totally agree. And I wonder if that was even just after. Like, I, I think that like in post, they're like, wouldn't it be really great if the organist gets up there? Like, because yeah. I, I, I don't know that it actually happened. Like they might have yeah. th thought of that in post because it, but it is really good that the organ comes in yeah. and, and yeah. plays the song. It's, it's really good. Yeah. But that, that brings us to the end of the service when, when, when shit really just starts going haywire a little bit. Rebecca, thanks, Rupert. She tries to capture him a little bit with uh, the, the pep talk from her mom, but, and, and he doesn't seem to know what to do when she's asked treating him that way. But um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because, they invite him over to the house and he, he pretty much just says no. Like, um, here's a question. And, if he wasn't invited, would he have gone? Like, <laughs> no. yeah, 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 possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It could be just like he wasn't invited to the, to the funeral in the first place. I mean, yeah. like the difference in age between him and Rebecca's dad couldn't have been that much. So, um, but I thought it was interesting that uh, the new Becks, says she had to go home for a nap and like the baby can't sleep without her in the, the cradle. Like, is that like just a reference to like Rupert being a cradle robber kind of? Or oh what? yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. But yeah. It's, but... it's gotta be a huge crib. That, yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. an adult and a baby sleep in yeah. it on the regular. Yeah. But Rupert gives her a funeral gift. <laughs> Uh, which is the relinquishing of Beck's shares in Richmond back to, back to Rebecca. Um, so, which I, we don't really know what to think of it. What the hell did he say to Nate on the way out? I mean, he's clearly plotting oh, yes. something, yeah. right? Those, so, those two things are tied. So, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like Rupert's going to be out of the picture, but, th but that again, he like has some kind of weird uh, conversation with, uh, with Nate on his way out the door, but I, he's, I he's buying another, I, he's buying another team. He's not, he's not going to be out of the picture. I want to roll back. We did forget something that I think is kind of important. Like, okay. So, so the, the pastor, the priest in, in his discussion oh, yeah. of Rebecca's dad Paul? was yep. that, yeah. Was that he was there every, every service listening intently to the AFC Richmond game. So yeah. like it wasn't just maybe about Rupert that she was trying to ruin the team from him. She was also trying to ruin the team. From yeah. Her cheating father. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like she's getting a twofer a, for that. She, she, she had a lot of pinup anger about that club. Um, yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to highlight that because I think it, I think it was kind of an important part of it. But but yeah, Rupert yeah. Rupert and Nate's little discussion. Yeah, we'll see what happens. R Nate seems to have a lot going on um, <laughs> in this yeah. uh, in this season, and he's not as yeah. quite a lovable character as he was in season yeah. season one. Uh, and I think it, when he talked about the afterlife, he wanted to come back as a lion. Is that was it some kind of like tiger? I think tiger. Yeah, some kind of big cat yeah. that would yeah. ravage anybody who looked at him wrong or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, he's but got anyway. some issues, man. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still think he like outs Ted in some way, and you know says that the reason Ted's not been on the sidelines for some of these things is 
the panic attacks he's been having and stuff. And I don't know. I still think Nate's going to be responsible for that, but whatever. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, but back at the house again, things are just even going more haywire. Now, now we're at back at the house. Rebecca breaks it off with Sam. Sassy goes to get Ted uh, and beard like a true wingman kind of takes away that, that older guy that they were talking to. He's like, Oh yeah, we're just going to go over here now. (laughs) Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So, so like I said earlier, everybody needs to find themselves a sassy and, and a beard, I guess too, at that point. Uh, We, we finally find that Danny has stolen some slippers or not stolen, but uh, he's worn some slippers of Rebecca's and he's glad that they wear the same shoe size. Um, what the hell's wrong with his toe? I, I don't know if you noticed his foot or his toe inside those slippers, but, uh, he's got, he's got some nasty feet, which might just be a function of playing soccer with those boots on all the time. But, um, but yeah, so what what do you think about how did Sam take the news? How'd you feel about that scene? He really took it very well. I don't understand her logic a little bit in the breakup, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, in order to get over, like, the fact that she might get hurt by somebody, she's just going to be alone. I don't know. It just yeah. doesn't seem like a, a real logical way to go. But I do like, yeah, the way Sam handles it, he does handle it with some class. And, yeah. like, what, what was his final final line? That I'm just going to get more wonderful. And, yeah. and he also doesn't, does not like big butts. Correct. <laughs> yeah. He He's cannot a lot lie of about lines. that. Yeah. It's, a, it's probably one of the best, uh, you know, responses to a breakup ever, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, on Ted's way out before he and Sassy run off to whatever, do whatever they're going to do, it seems. But uh, I, I thought it was cool that Ted kind of used the same tactic that Sharon used on him to get um, Rebecca to kind of remember something nice about her dad and uh, tells her so the story Ted, about. Did ahead. Ted see her dad do that dance? Is, what, that, I mean, is that, yeah. That's what he says. He says I, he only that's met him crazy. once and that's, that's what he did. So yeah. That's crazy. You should yeah. watch that. If you've not seen singing in the rain, that, that dance is like crazy. Like, yeah. I think there's some, walking on the wall and stuff like that that happens in that yeah. dance but yeah but uh but yeah yeah and so I mean, that had to have been i mean he's doing that dance within a year of his death so for um, sure I, yeah it's it must have gone downhill fast for him i guess but yeah but yeah that was that was kind of nice and again just kind of ted's mo right like he's uh trying to get her to remember the nice things about her own dad even though she doesn't really want to do that but but yeah, then her and Ted and Sassy leave together and uh, <laughs> um, Sad is kind of puppy dogging, having to leave himself, getting back on the bus uh, with Higgins kind of awkwardly <laughs> hovering around him. But uh, what did you take about her mom calling what, whatever there is going on between Sam and Rebecca a break? She just says, are you and Sam on a break? Is that and, and Rebecca doesn't really correct her like. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I don't think anybody knows what it is. Sam is 21 years old. (laughs) So like, I don't know how much waiting he's going to do, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm sure 
it could go back to the Ted stuff. It could go to something else. I don't know. I ca- yeah. I kind of really like um, Ted and Sassy together, though. I yeah. think I think that I think that's a better match anyway, and they can kind of, you know, I think Ted Ted and Rebecca more of a close friend kind of platonic, you know, brother and sister kind of relationship is yeah. is better is better anyway. So, you sure. know you know rebecca can be the the um maid of honor at their at their wedding or something like that i don't know <laughs> yeah you can do another eulogy to the phil collins song that ted was singing i guess but but kind of i mean looking ahead to the next couple episodes i was kind of curious as to what the main conflict's going to be for the cliffhanger for this season is it is it going to be keely jamie roy it's a love triangle, right? Like it's yeah. that, that was crazy. I don't, we didn't really discuss it. Like Jamie professed his love oh, for Keely. Well, this is, this is what, this is, we're going to talk about it right now. I was saving it for okay. last, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, like he professed his love about... at, the, at the wake and, and Roy was probably like four feet away. <laughs> Cause like, as soon as he's done, Roy comes swooping in and is just like, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't being, respectful yeah. of you know what you were going through with you yeah. know the afterlife and yada 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 like yeah. i love you and then <laughs> yada 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 and and, yeah. and 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 kiwi and roy embrace but like yeah i don't know well i mean is, is that's got to be the big conflict i think for that's going to be kind of stewing over season two to three because we talked about this at the end of season one kind of and I think I had kind of said that, like, I thought this was going to happen at the beginning of this season, but then then Jamie went off and did his TV show and all that other stuff, um, which seems like a long time ago, I guess. But but yeah, I mean, she got an like both of those dudes, like Jamie says, I came back for you, essentially. I'm becoming the best version of myself, the person you always thought I could be. And he ends it with, I love you, Keely. Sorry. And he's kind of saying, sorry, I know this is shitty to do, but like, I got to tell you how I feel. And yeah, Roy pretty much tells her the same thing. Like, we've only got one life. I don't want to waste another second of it. I love you, Keely. I'm sorry. And is Keely going to kind of use that against him and be like, she doesn't want to waste another second of it either. And like, run off with fucking Jamie. Like, is that what happens yeah, here? I don't know. I don't, I don't know where her head is at at all. But yeah. I guess I guess it will create drama for however long they want it to. They've they've really not like left us in much suspense. Like yeah, I, I the most the most suspense we've had is the um, the banter. You know who who was on the <laughs> other end. Yeah, and, and what what was that like? Maybe four episodes. You know, and it was like a slow build, right? Like yeah you know i don't know but but we'll see what happens but um yeah 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 I, and I, I don't really know who i want to see end up with who really to be honest wow you don't know huh i don't know i'd be fi- <laughs> I, i'd be fine it's not gonna hurt my feelings if she ends up with jamie or roy okay all right. Well, we'll f- we'll find out, I guess. But um, I mean, 
it, there's got to be at least there's going to be an epic fight between these two dudes, though, probably, I would imagine at some point. If that's the way it goes. But I but think yeah. Roy, Roy, if if Roy loses Keeley, I think he's back to not coaching 100 percent of the team again. <laughs> I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or we get like a spinoff series of Roy serving time or something in a in a London prison. But uh, sure. yeah, but we end the episode with. Rebecca and her mom finding an old home video um, and somebody has taped over Rebecca sitting in a bowl slash pool with the Rick Astley video. And there's not really, I don't think it really adds a ton, but it was just so damn funny to me when she's just like, that's Rick Astley. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was black. So yeah, I thought that was pretty good, but, uh, but yeah, she still loves the song still still dancing to it after all these years, but uh, yeah, a lot going on in this episode, man. It was pretty good. It seems, it seems like she's has a tighter connection with her mom after this episode, which I think is going to be good for her. And then um, um, I don't know. We'll just, we'll, we'll see what happens with her and her relationship with Sam, but yeah, we didn't get many episodes with those two together. We sure didn't. But we'll see what happens with them. And more importantly, the triangle that will be Jamie, Roy, and Keeley. So that'll be good. Anything else you want to add on this one? Nope. One of the best. I think one of the best this season two, though. One of the yep. best this season two. Next episode, it looks like I haven't watched any stuff on it, but Sam might be getting an offer to switch clubs or something like that, it sounds like. But yeah, I, I like an African Super League or something like that. I does that exist? But I, I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah. All right, man. Well, that's it for today. Till we do it again. Live life the lasso way. 